You're listening to Priceless Beauties Podcast. Hey beautiful, Pamela Price here, makeup and spray tan artist, educator and owner of Priceless Beauty Studio, an international award-winning beauty business. But more importantly, I will be your host and cheerleader on this journey of self-love, self-awareness, and growth. Life didn't come with an instruction manual, and entrepreneurship can be a lonely and scary road at times. I am personally inviting you to join me on this brave adventure together while I chat with women just like you who open up and share their secrets about their business, their inspiration, and their stories. When we empower one another, great things happen. All right, babe, thanks so much for pressing play. Okay, well, welcome Caroline, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. I am super stoked to have you here. We're going to be chatting about a topic that we um, sort of chatted about on Instagram, and it will be about your story, but one thing I really want to focus on is how I love how you let your light shine. So that's kind of going to be um, our main thing that we talk about, but of course, I want to to get to know you a bit better. We have been working together off and on for a while and we are each other's clients, (laughs) but I want everybody listening to get to know more about you. So first, before we get started, I'm just going to give her a little introduction because I know um, she's so humble and she's not going to (laughs) say all these amazing things that she's done. So um, she is the owner of Naz Salon and she has a team of hairstylists and she's been in the industry for, I don't want to date you, but for 17 years, she's been a professional (laughs) hairstyle. So you know that she really knows what the hell she's doing. She is a a trainer, a Canadian national trainer for L'Oreal Professional, as well as the founder of Naked Beauty, which is a natural scalp health product line. And also, she is just amazing boss babe. I just love her so much. So I can't wait for her to share a little bit more about what she's up to and her journey. So welcome. Oh, <laughs> that was thank a mouthful. You. That was a mouthful. Oh, man. I feel so special. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I think people really underestimate what we can accomplish, like, you know, in our career. So you are a great um, testament to you know, what can be done. So thank you for being you and showing up with us today. I'm really excited to chat. Thank you. Well, I'm very honored that you um, invited me. And it's nice to kind of hear other people's perspective of you and and they know the, the things that you've accomplished because I honestly, I just take it day by day and I don't actually look back and be like, huh, wow. (laughs) You know, like I've, I've accomplished a lot. So it's nice when you can kind of reflect on it and talk about it and hopefully inspire, you know, people that you may not realize you're inspiring. So totally. I think that's really important because like you said, we go day by day and sometimes day by days have different challenges of don't turn out exactly how we, you know, planned in our schedules or whatever. So (laughs) I do think it's important that we look back, you know, on those, you know, goals that we achieved or milestones that we overcame and even those, you know, things on paper that we worked so hard for to achieve. So um, yeah, so congratulate yourself and <laughs> to those listening, it's okay to do that. And um, I don't think it's it's bragging to, to share this information or to be proud of this information. I think it's something that we should celebrate. So yeah, so just give yourself permission to do that once in a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. I well, I would love if you could kind of um, 
you know, go backwards and share your story, sort of how you got into the beauty industry, how it all started. <laughs> okay. So um, it's actually kind of a funny story. So I have an older sister who she was the one who always had the passion for hair. She used to do everybody's hair as a kid. Um, she used to steal my Barbies and chop off their hair and all that <laughs> stuff. And so she was the one who had the passion. So when she graduated high school, she was like, I'm going to go to hair school and I'm going to pursue this career. So because of her passion, I was kind of like indirectly involved. I was her mm. guinea pig. You know, she would do my <laughs> hair. She would take me to hair shows. She would, you know, so like I started to learn a lot about this industry and it did um, really kind of like catch my attention. So she's six years older. So by the time I was graduating high school and wanted to figure out what my next move was, because growing up, I think I wanted to be anything and everything. So <laughs> I, I went from being like, I wanted to be a, a, an interior designer. And then um, I don't know what made me change my mind. And then I wanted to be an architect because I was like, no, I want to take it one step further and I want to build the homes that I want to decorate. <laughs> and then I realized how much math was involved. And I was like, no, 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 no. So then I was like, okay, I want to be my own boss, but I had no idea what industry or, you know, I just knew I wanted to have my own business, but I didn't know what kind of business. So anyways, fast forward, I was um, graduating high school and my sister, who's now been in the industry for five years, um, started to really not like it. <laughs> mm. And um, I, I mean, it's not for everybody. And it was such a shame because like, she was very talented. She was really good at it. But um, she just, I guess, didn't like certain things about it. And um, I was starting to really like it. And so I was kind of nervous because I'm like, I'm not even the one who really liked this. <laughs> I started to like it. So anyways, um, I decided, so after she she decided she doesn't want to do hair anymore, she actually went back to school and uh, took a business program. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the reverse. I'm going to go and mm. take business first, even though I'm starting to want to get into hair, just to play it safe. Because I was like, well, regardless, it's good to have a business degree no matter what. Because yeah. even as a hairstylist that works for another like hair salon, you're still kind of your own little boss, right? Because you're in charge of building your clientele. You're in charge of building yourself. So I knew that it was still going to be a beneficial tool. So I went and I got my business degree. And then um, I started to work part-time in a hair salon while I was in school for business. And then um, I was like, yeah, I think I want to pursue this. And then I went to hair school and that's how it all kind of started. And then it just kind of worked out because um, I've been self-employed now for 12 years. Um, but the path that led me there, you know, I worked for other hair salons and other hairstylists and, um, it was definitely a learning experience. You learn a lot, um, dealing with different types of, uh, salons, different like types of people and all that stuff. And, um, I actually had a lot of moments where I kind of regret my decision. I'm not going to lie. It's a tough industry and I'm sure you understand being, you know, in the, in the makeup industry, but I actually, the last salon I worked at. I learned a lot from them, but I also questioned if I wanted to pursue this as a career. So um, I, I got to a breaking point and I had quit mm. and I quit, like I quit hair. I didn't want to do hair. Like I didn't want to do this. I figured this is just not for me. And then um, after I quit, I was like, oh crap, I don't have a backup plan. <laughs> and wait, like, how long were you doing hair working for other salons when you kind of had that mm, not sure moment? So I would say pr it probably was about five years. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Yeah. Because I kept saying, okay, maybe, you know, this situation will be better. Maybe this will be better. Maybe I need, um, you know, just you kind of want to try different places just to see maybe you you like what you what they can offer because I do feel like when it comes to training and learning it's important that um the salon that you work at can offer the things that you're looking for right so um the last salon I had worked at was really big on education and I love that and that's kind of what pushed me into the direction of also being an educator um but there was a lot of other things that I kind of was like I can't do this Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um yeah so I had quit didn't want to do hair anymore and then um, I had clients begging me like finding me all over place like Facebook or whatever um, even chasing down some of my old co-workers outside of the salon and being like <laughs> where's Caroline <laughs> so I was like oh okay I guess you know I guess I have a demand in this industry so um, I actually just built a little salon in my parents basement just so then I can make money until I can figure out what I was going to actually do. Cause I still, even though I had like people interested in get, coming to get their hair done, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm still not going to pursue this, but I need to make money. So let me just do this for the time being. Yeah. And so I had my, my sister had a chair from when she was a hairstylist. So I used that chair and then I was washing my clients in my bathtub. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm not, this is not permanent. I'm yeah. just doing this, you know? And then after um, about a month or so, I realized, oh, I actually love what I do. I just, I can't do it for somebody else. Mm. And that's kind of what pushed me. So that's how it all started, really. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I love that you're still doing it. (laughs) Yeah. You're still doing it. Right. Because I think that's kind of the point where, unfortunately, sometimes there's certain parts of the industry or parts of a business that you don't love and that you won't really get to discover that you can do things differently if you mm-hmm. do it, you know, on your own, obviously there comes a whole other slew of challenges <laughs> yes. when you decide to be your own boss. But I love that you were willing and able to take that risk on yourself and that, and here you are standing still today Yes, <laughs> because of that. Exactly. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. I love to hear your story and that's interesting um, because I feel like some people do, like you said, oh, I love I'm kind of the same where like I imagined myself doing so many different things. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. I knew it was something artistic, but I love that you kind of knew business was going to be your thing. And then hair, the artistic or creative side kind of came alongside it. And since you have sort of business first background, would you say in your business now that you have more passion for the business side of things or more the service base, or is there something that is really sort of pulls you and motivates you to kind of keep going and growing? Or what do you love most about being an entrepreneur? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I definitely like, I like all aspects of it, to be honest, even, even the cons of being an entrepreneur, um, because all it does is just kind of drive me and push me to, to do better and be better in general, right? So if there's a challenge, I like to try to figure out how to solve it or overcome it and all that fun stuff. So um, I think I'm at a point in my career where I'm really enjoying the the business aspect of it. Mm. Um, I like the fact that um, I can look back and be like, I built this um, and I, I have the options of kind of choosing the direction I wanna take my business. Um, at this point, because in the beginning, you're kind of just hustling and you're just trying to grow and build and build a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. And because I've been in, in the industry or sorry, um, I've had my business for 12 years. I feel like at, at least in my community, I have a name for myself. So I feel like, okay, so I got my feet in the ground. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, how can I take off further? Yeah. And that's kind of 
that's where I'm at right now with mm-hmm. my business mindset. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's super important right now as we're recording this, we're in another, yet another lockdown. Right. (laughs) Um, And that brings me to um, one of your businesses, which is Naked Beauty. And I know that's something that you've had kind of on the back burner for a while, but that you actually went ahead and launched and are actively pursuing and growing that new sector of your business. Can you chat a little bit more about was COVID the sort of catalyst that made it happen or was it in the works for a while or how did that kind of come about? So I definitely have to uh, shout out COVID for that one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Even though I would never try to have anything, you know, I wouldn't want to give it any credit, but um, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while. I actually, I've been wanting to have a product line just in general, and I didn't necessarily know exactly what product, but I wanted a product line for a very long time. And my my dad was always like, you got to do this, you got to do this. And he honestly, every time he would see me, he was just like, so did you think of anything? And I was like, dad, I'm too busy. I can't, I don't want to, like, it wasn't top priority. <laughs> yeah. And so I have to say, at least in that aspect, my dad was, you know, he was so supportive, but I wasn't just in the headspace to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I realized COVID had taught me that um, unfortunately, some businesses have taken a huge toll. Um, and obviously my business was one of them where I had to completely shut down and you go from a hundred to zero, basically, Mm, you know, and when you start selling, (laughs) yeah, you know, right. So it is, (laughs) it's a challenge for sure. And it, I feel like as an entrepreneur, you kind of learn, okay, well, how else can I make this successful? Um, how else can I generate income? And it kind of makes you think of the alternatives that you, you might need to kind of explore because, you know, doing clients behind the chair is definitely not an option at that moment. So the first thing I did was I moved my retail online and I was really pushing for retail sales and stuff like that because I mean, I have a small business, so I don't have like the, the largest retail section and I wear all hats in my business. So I trying to kind of, you know, make everything on a big scale was a bit of a challenge because I have to do everything. So when I removed myself from behind the chair, then I, I was able to kind of like highlight and put things in the forefront. So um, my retail, and then I was thinking, okay, that was after the first lockdown. So I pushed that and it did, it did help a lot. And then we went back to work. So everything was fine and dandy. And then lockdown number two. So, (laughs) (laughs) so at this point I was like, I need more, you know, I definitely need more. And then that's what kind of pushed me to do the scalp scrubs. And it's something that's always been on my mind, but I didn't do enough research you know, when it first kind of came to my mind. And so then as I was slowly learning more and more about it, I realized how important scalp health is. And I I think a lot of people don't realize it because we neglect it. And if you don't take care of your scalp, that's the first thing. That's that's the start of healthy hair growth. And if you neglect it, well, then you're already off to a bad start. Mm-hmm. So, um, I and like everybody- it's the same. Yeah. Like it's, if you think about, it, I mean, for me, I didn't even think of that until you offered me the service. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. it's the same as makeup. Your skin, if you don't have a great canvas, then no matter what you do with makeup, it's not going to be giving you the greatest results. So the scalp is, you know, part of your skin, which your exactly. hair grows from. So yeah, that's, I mean, it's like, duh, once you hear it, it's a no brainer, but it's just something that I think there's not enough maybe awareness or education around that. So a lot of people, they just do what they always do, right? Exactly. And you know what, it's it until you actually understand all the benefits and, and how important it is to use scalp scrubs, you, you just don't 
think about it, right? Yeah. Like if you, a lot of people have um, scalp issues and it actually almost everybody has scalp issues, right? Everyone has different scalp issues. Sometimes you have um, dandruff and flakiness. Sometimes you have dry scalp. Sometimes you have oily scalp and that's all due to buildup. So mm. I actually, I created three different um, scalp scrubs um, to cater to the three major um, types of scalp issues that you can have. So one's for um, oily hair, that's my charcoal scrub, and then I have my coconut scrub, which is for dry hair, and then I have the Himalayan one, which is for all scalp types. So it covers kind of everybody in the middle. And having that, it's important to target what your problem is, you know, what your mm -hmm. hair problem is. So I've now I've officially launched my company. It's been just over a month, like a month and a half. And I have to say, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed with how excited people are, how much support I've been getting and just how much people, until you tell them how important it is, they don't even realize it. So it's I know. been really incredible. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. And thank you. obviously I like the, love the product. And of course I will make sure that I put the information if anybody's interested um, to get more info about the product or of course order them. I know that you have them available in um, for shipment in Canada as of now. And do you, I'll put them in the show notes and as well as on the Instagram, but do you have um, any more info that you want to share about that before we, because I feel like we could talk about this forever, but wait, one yes. thing I'm just going to reverse. Mm -hmm. um, when you think about different um, scalp issues, I think people just think, oh, well, I have oily hair. Well, oh, I have dry hair or oh, they didn't like, I didn't even think to know that. And like, I'm in the beauty industry. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. I think I love that you're providing education and awareness um, about this because like, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. So that's super cool. So I just wanted to give you kudos for that. It's such a great idea. Well, I love thank it. you. Mm -hmm. Well, and that, the thing is I do really try to promote people to, to message me, like DM me, contact me in any way if they have any questions, because it's, I, like obviously as a professional, I can identify a lot more um, of what maybe your issue is and direct you to the pro proper product line instead of just like, you know, a non-professional who doesn't really know too much about it. Mm -hmm. So my whole thing is like, um, I want, I want people to know that it is, it is um, made by a, a professional, like a licensed uh, beauty professional. And mm -hmm. um, it's also, I forgot to mention, it's all natural vegan. So for anyone who, um, you know, that's important to them, just know I got you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, I do think that's important because um, now there's so many different products and things out there. And I think people are becoming more conscious about what's in the ingredients of their products. You know, you're putting it on your body or, you know, other products that people are consuming or whatnot. Um, we are becoming more conscious and aware of what we are, you know, taking in and putting on our bodies as well. So I agree. love that. Amazing. Yay. Well, other than COVID, <laughs> yep. <laughs> was there, is there any other like obstacles or situations that you faced? I know we've chatted before and I love your perspective on taking things as learning um, lessons, but was there anything that was, that stands out to you that was really challenging that you feel that maybe other people could resonate that could, maybe it would help them to avoid certain <laughs> situations. So if we can help to, um, lighten the load for others <laughs> so that they don't have to learn the hard way like we did. Is there anything that kind of comes to mind that you'd like to share? Oh, that's a good question. So I guess what I would say is, I guess for me, I didn't realize if you put your mind to something, you can really achieve anything. And so to not be afraid of any kind of um, challenges. Okay, here's an example. 
as I mentioned earlier, my sister is was a hairstylist and she was just naturally good at it. Like she was the type of person where I could just describe her something and she could just get it right like she she just has that artistic kind of creative um side to her i wasn't like that mm-hmm. um and so i actually i was nervous because i was like oh but i'm not natural at this i'm not it does it's not as easy for me as somebody else you know might have been like my sister so i honestly was really scared in the beginning and it took me a lot longer and i i, I was really hard on myself i was kind of like but I'm not naturally gifted like some other people. And it doesn't always mean that it's not something you should pursue. I think is if you have enough of a passion, if you have enough of a drive, you can definitely achieve the things that you want. And I, I've always been the type of person where I, I always wanted to be better and do better. So I kept improving myself and working hard. So my work right now is the end result of a lot of perseverance. Like I just kept pushing through. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's a big one, persistence, perseverance, because yeah, for me, it's funny because I always thought I was really good, even though I look back and I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was (laughs) self-deceived. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think with, but the thing is you might be really good at one thing in your business, whether it be the service, whether it be customer service, whether it be marketing, whether it be whatever it is, but Mm. you're never going to be really good at everything. Yes. You know, and in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you might not have the budget or, you know, the mindset to delegate or to hire people to do different things for you. So like you said, a lot of times in business, you're wearing many or all of the hats, especially in the beginning, depending what your business model is. So that's a good point (laughs) because, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you're just going to have to do things that are really tough or confusing or you're not naturally great at in the beginning, like nobody starts as an expert anyways, right? Mm-hmm. We all have to like yeah. figure it out and learn as we go. So yeah, that's a that's a great one. And any tips for, obviously we know perseverance, persistence, but what about the days where you just, you know, you're having a day you're ha- or a week or a mm-hmm. month or a year, <laughs> like any yeah. tips on um, keeping that motivation and like keeping that persistence or that perseverance going in the times where you just don't feel like it or life has just hit you. Life happens, you know, trauma happens, you know, setbacks happen. How do you Mm -hmm. keep pushing uphill (laughs) Mm -hmm. during that time where you just don't feel like you have it in you or do you not, or do you take a break? Like, what is it? What's the secret? <laughs> um, okay, so I think in the beginning of my career, there's been a. It was a lot harder. Obviously, you're trying to grow. You're trying to, you know, accomplish everything. So, on those moments where you just want to give up and you just feel like you're you're defeated, um, I think sometimes it's, as hard as it is, it's it's important that you can kind of reflect on the the good things about you know, the situation. Um, and I know it's not easy, but one thing I've learned is you need to have thick skin in this industry. Mm-hmm. You, you can't let people really get to you. And oh my God, let me tell you in the <laughs> beginning, if I had a client that didn't like her hair, it, my mood was shot for the rest of the day. Like it was really hard to get out of the funk. Cause you really start to question, you know, am I good? Was I not good enough? You know, and you really start to even question your own worth. So it was a, it was a challenge. And then sometimes you're just like, okay, but don't give up yet. Like you got to make sure you've done everything before you give up because you're going to regret it. Right. Yeah. So when you do that, then you end up realizing, you know what, that one person may not be happy, but then 
the next day or the day after, there's going to be somebody who's so grateful for you. Yeah. And then that's what keeps me going, honestly. I love it's that. The yeah, like, honestly, it, it, for me, it was just kind of like, okay. And then once you get to a point where you start seeing people's gratitude and appreciation for you, you're able to just brush off the people that may have given you a hard time or the struggles or whatever. And then you just keep focusing on the positive. So that kind of kept me going in terms of like my career and as a stylist and then as a business owner, um, I was driven by the fact that um, I loved having control of my freedom. So I also discovered I like to be in control. This is, <laughs> <laughs> and it took me a while to realize that because I honestly remember working for people in the past and even in industries before um, I became a hairstylist, I used to always pick at everything that a company could do better. I'm like, why don't they do this? It doesn't make any sense. They could do this. That makes it much better and blah, blah, blah. And then it took me until I hit my thirties that I was like, ah, I'm a control person, you know? So <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to circle back around something that you said. Yeah. Um, you said when you feel like giving up, make sure that you try everything. And it's like, everything is infinite. So there's never a tried everything. So yeah. the moment you think you've tried everything, there's another thing. Yes. A hundred thousand things that you could do <laughs> yeah. differently. That's one thing I love about this business is like, it's not like a, a box, you know, mm -hmm. there's, it's like infinite ideas, potential. There's so many different ways that you can go about achieving one result or whatever, or reaching a destination. There's so many different ways that you can go about doing that. So I love that you said that because I just thought it was an interesting point you know, just try everything. And like everything just never ends. <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely true. But I think it's like, you want to make sure that if you decide to walk away from something, you can just kind of like wipe your hands clean. You're like, I did everything. It just didn't work out. Move on. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of you just like one little thing that kind of made your day bad or whatever, and then you just give up on it. Right. And that's the thing. You just want to make sure that when you look back, you're not going to like regret oh, I, you know what? Maybe I should have tried a little bit more. Maybe I should have done this. Like, no, make sure that you've done everything so you can mm -hmm. kind of move forward in whatever direction, whether it's a new direction or the same direction and you just go stronger. So, mm -hmm. And I yeah. think also we shouldn't make any big decisions in that emotional state. Yes. <laughs> like on that day where you just had that client that just, you know, you could not you know, make happy or whatnot. So, um, yes. so yeah, to neutralize mm -hmm. that before making any <laughs> big decisions, life decisions, um, career decisions. So, but yeah, a hundred percent. Do you have any like personal practices? Cause I feel like you have a positive mindset and I'm a big believer that, um, basically everything <laughs> in mm -hmm. life is determined by your mindset. Do you have anything um, practical or tangible that you do, like any practices that you do sort of stay in that, you know, more positive or looking on the good side of things mindset? Okay. So what I, the first thing I tend to do is when I feel overwhelmed, I disconnect. And there is, there's a quote or a saying, you know, you, you need to disconnect to reconnect. And mm -hmm. I truly believe that. So, and, and I mean, in literal sense, sometimes I will not be on my phone. I won't be on social media. I just try to disconnect completely so I can actually be in my thoughts. And one thing I've discovered that um, is a huge 
I guess, healing or therapeutic thing for me is I go for walks by the water. So that to me is like, I honestly, I feel like I'm in a whole other world. I, it makes me happy. I don't know if it's because I'm a cancer, I'm a water baby, um, <laughs> but it just makes me so happy. So sometimes I just, I sit there and listen to the waves crashing and I close my eyes and I take deep breaths and I'm just in my moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that really helps me because sometimes you, you do need to disconnect. And l- recently I've become a plant mom and that makes me happy too. Cause I focus on, you know, my plants, I've named them, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. I recently became a plant. I'm trying, I'm not quite yeah. there yet. I'm maybe I'm like a step plant mom. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't quite built yeah. that relationship with them yet, but yeah. I haven't named them. Okay. That's cool. That's a new thing that I started to do once I moved recently and mm-hmm. I have so many windows here. So I thought, let me, yeah. let me try a thing. That's cool. Um, I'm going to try, do you talk to them as well? Um, yes, I do. I heard that I... actually, <laughs> I actually believe that that helps. <laughs> it does. It actually does. Honest, I mean, Maybe it doesn't, but I I feel it does. And it actually helps me (laughs) in a weird way. I actually feel good. And like just being, so I'm starting to build an oasis outside it, like on my balcony, because since I can't go to the actual tropics, I might as well bring it to myself. So um, I have like, yeah. So I have these tropical plants on my balcony and I have like my, a little Buddha and I'm going to start adding more to the decor. So then when I sit out there and I have my morning coffee or tea, I get to like, be in the zone and just seeing my environment. It honestly, it makes me so happy. It's so mm-hmm. therapeutic. No, it's so true. Ever since mm-hmm. I, um, I decorated and set up my, my office here, I'm so much more productive. Yeah. Just because I have all the things in the right places and it's just, it has a flower wall and it has my mm-hmm. bookshelf that I manifested yes. <laughs> and it just puts you in a different state. Like I do believe that your environment, I mean, I think we can still have a positive mindset if our environment isn't perfect, but I think it does help personally. I agree. (laughs) I agree. What is your favorite part about being an entrepreneur? Other than, I think the one thing is that you get to be in control and I I totally resonate with that. Yes. (laughs) That was me um, working for different companies, I would totally be like, well, we should do this. We should do this. We should do, I'm like an yeah. idea person. And I'm like, but why don't they like any of my ideas? Oh. <laughs> yes. You got to create your own. That's right. <laughs> so is there anything else that you absolutely love um, about being an entrepreneur? I would say having like the freedom in my company. So freedom and not freedom. So the thing is, it's like uh, being when you're self-employed, you don't actually ever get a break. You know, you don't clock in, you don't clock out, right? You're always on the clock, but you can kind of still um, disconnect when you want to. So I mean, before COVID, I used to love to travel. And I love the fact that I'm in control of my my vacation time. I like, basically, I look at my clients as my boss. When is a, a good time to travel? When is a bad time to travel? But for the most part, I can still have the freedom to do that. And I think having like freedom of my schedule yeah is is so important because to me i don't i don't consider oh i'm on vacation i'm on a beach and i'm texting a client back work to me but that's just my mindset right (laughs) and then i that happened to me one time i was poolside in jamaica and then the guy that was working there he's like what are you doing he's like you're on vacation i was like i'm working on vacation i'm i'm by the pools like i'm in paradise working this is to me freedom i like i don't mind (laughs) 
because then I'll go to the bar and get a drink after. Like, don't worry. <laughs> but some people like to disconnect 100%. And that's the thing. Like, not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. And sometimes it would be nice to be able to, like, just turn off that, you know, that part of my, my life. But when I look at the cons, uh, sorry, the pros of being an entrepreneur, it outweighs the cons, like, by far. So Totally. Um, anytime I can travel for work and combine my love of what I do and travel, that is a win-win for me. Yes. Every time. <laughs> I love that. Um, same. Yeah. Right. I know we're, we're, we are on the same page as that. And I know you've, <laughs> you've traveled for work and you've, I know you've made a move. I don't know if mm -hmm. it was necessarily for work, but you, you made a move at one point in your life. And it's something that I wanted to, to touch on today. And that is one thing as an observer, as an outsider, I would notice that you are a woman who loves to achieve, that has goals, that likes what she likes and not, is not afraid to shine your light, not afraid to live how you want, drive the car that you want, have your own business, have a beautiful home of your own, like do all of these things. And so personally, maybe this is something that I need to work on, but I know personally, when I share sometimes things with people, my goals, my aspirations, even material things that I want, you know, certain vehicle that I want to purchase in the future or different things I want to manifest or financial goals I have, sometimes I've met with different resistance or limiting beliefs or people would, you know, straight up laugh at me yeah. <laughs> when I've shared certain things. And it can become a little disheartening when, uh, you know, you have these ideas and these desires and these dreams, and then people kind of, shut them down. So could you talk about mm -hmm. your experience with this? If you have, I don't know if I'm alone in this, I'm sure I'm not, but if you've had this experience, um, how you continue to just be you, authentically you, um, continue to shine your light. And could you talk about mm -hmm. this? Um, and specifically one adventure you had where you up and moved to another country. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you talk <laughs> about that venture and sort of okay. your journey in that um, realm of things? Okay. Yes, I definitely can. Um, I'm, I'm a dreamer. So, um, it, it's, it's sometimes hard because if the people that, you know, are that surround you are not really like that, they're more, I guess, logical or, you know, they're more calculated with their, their moves. They kind of try to like slow you down or stop you and all that stuff. So it can be a challenge. And when I was a kid or when I was younger, I felt like I, I allowed the outside opinions to you know motivate my decisions and stuff like that mm. so uh, since i was like probably 18 years old i've always wanted to move somewhere warm i, I as much as i love canada i i don't like winter <laughs> and i've always <laughs> i've always wanted to get out at least like i wanted to be a snowbird but like in my 20s like what's wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> see i'm a dreamer but you know what if you put your mind to something you could totally do it but um, I was also afraid because I wasn't sure what I was capable of doing. And I was afraid of making a move like that. And then what if uh, I just, I didn't know if I could make, you know, get through it. So I always kind of made excuses for myself to stop me. Right. So I wanted to go and then I was like, oh, but you know, I want to start my career and, and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you just, there's always an excuse. So fast forward into my thirties, I actually had met a friend who is a travel nurse and she's really inspired me she actually because she just uh, was living her best life um she was currently she spent a winter in hawaii and i'm watching you know her posts and before her shift she's like 
picking mangoes off of a tree and <laughs> sitting beachside and she's like living her best life. So when and when she came back to Toronto, I was just like, okay, listen, I've, I've actually been wanting to go to LA for a while. Um, I've fallen in love with LA. I just love it. And I also felt like for my career, it would be a good decision because there's a lot of opportunity. And um, so when she had come back, because I was too scared to make the move myself, I just said, hey, um, if you ever go to LA, can you just let me know? And so she's like, no, no, I'm probably not going to go. And she's like, if I go to California, I want to do San Diego or San Francisco. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I mean, as I said, if you want to go to LA, let me know. I don't want to go to those two other places. So then one year it was, and it was August and she calls me and she's like, so um, I took a job in LA and I start in November. Are you still coming? And I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. And I, and I said, yes. And then I hung up and I was like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> but I knew it's something I've wanted for so long. Right. And I was terrified to do it, but I, at least I had that little bit of support. You know, I have to say like doing it by myself, uh, it probably would have taken me longer. So yeah, so I decided to to move, and um, I mean, my family thought I was crazy. They they that tends to be the theme. They always think I'm crazy <laughs> with my decisions, and they're like, "Did you even think about this?" I was like, "Yeah, I've been thinking about it since I was 18." So let, let me live. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, yeah, so um, I I tried to kind of like figure out my life out here, so then I can prepare and just make that move. And um, I figured I'll just wing it. I gave myself six months. I was like, okay, you, this is your time to figure out, is this a move for you? Blah, blah, blah. So I went out there. I have to say it was the best experience I've ever made or ever I've ever had um, the best decision I've ever made. Um, yes. Things had led me to come back, but I don't regret it. And I mean, I always say, I'm like, things had led me to come back that I had to, to kind of deal with. And that's why I'm, I'm, you know, I'm back here like I'm not living out there. Um, you know, even though a, a door has shut, a window is still open mm -hmm. and it always allows me to kind of see what else I can achieve. So that was a, a huge, and the experiences I got, like I was then living my best life and people hated me because they would see like, <laughs> how are you, you know, you're, you're brunching every day, you're going on hikes and blah, blah, blah. And you're meeting celebrities. And I was like, yeah. It is, you know, and I'm so glad I did. And people would be so jealous of that because they never had the guts to do it. Mm -hmm. So, and so yeah. speaking mm -hmm. of jealous, so yes. how do you, how do you, how did you deal with that? Like, how do you internalize that type of, of, um, feelings or, you know, feedback from certain people? So. Um, the thing is, I, I have to say, like my immediate family, they weren't happy with my decision. However, they'd always be supportive. They may have not been happy, but they were supportive. So um, I just, every time they would tell me like, did you think about this? And did you do this? And blah, blah, blah. I would just, it would give me anxiety. I'm not actually going to lie. I'm not going to say I'm some superwoman and I'm, you know, I'm a brick wall. It would give me anxiety. And then I would just do things that would help me disconnect, you know, be out mm -hmm. in nature. Um, and just, it would kind of push me to prove them wrong by yeah. seeing what I can accomplish. So then they see, oh, wow, you know, you're working with this person. Oh, you know, you're on a movie set. Oh, you're doing this. Oh, okay. And then you start to realize that people start like their mentality starts to shift. Cause they're like, wow, she, we didn't, we didn't think that, you know, like she, it was a smart decision. Cause it was very, on the spot, but 
I accomplished a lot in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So it, sometimes I find that negativity can, can drive me mm-hmm. in a way, and, in and a I, weird way. And I think like at first they're going to, yeah, like question you because they don't believe in themselves that they're capable of doing it. But eventually mm-hmm. that jealousy will lead to inspiration, or at least mm-hmm. it will inspire the people who are looking for that inspiration. <laughs> yes. And right? and my parents wanted to retire in California. I was like, right, you're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. So, mm-hmm. well, that's really, that's really fun. And, and I, if anybody doesn't know this already, like California has my heart too. I have family there mm-hmm. and I always imagine myself there at one point, anytime I get to go, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always making excuse to go there. I'm like, yep, oh, I have to go for this. I have to go for that. So, yeah. 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 I can see that um, being like a really fun time in your life. Do you ever foresee yourself um, like going back there or what do you sort of see happening in the future? Or I know right now it's kind of hard to like make certain plans because everything's kind of on hold, but do you foresee yourself, um, you know, expanding out there or moving, you know, anywhere else? What else do you have? What other dreams do you have (laughs) brewing? (laughs) I have, I have a lot of dreams. Um, I actually, I would like to be bi-coastal. You know, I'd like to be able to jump back and forth um, because, I mean, I love what I've built here and I, I don't want to walk away from it. I just would like to have more options. Um, I'm definitely more of that free spirit and I love to just not be so tied down to one particular thing. Um, and so having the option of going back and forth, which I mean, before COVID, I actually, I didn't have a, a salon out there, but I was still going out there and taking care of my clients and every few months. So it was nice because I would use it as an excuse to to go away as like as a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, my goal is I would love to have the option of being a snowbird, an early snowbird. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wait until I'm 65 to be this snowbird. So I'm working towards hopefully being able to, you know, have a, a vacation home somewhere. That's amazing. Let's not yeah. say hopefully, let's just no, it's gonna uh, happen. Let's affirm that let's put that out there right now. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I can I'll have multiple locations all over the world. Yes. <laughs> amazing. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we could chat forever. Um, yes. But <laughs> um, it's getting late. So uh, I just want to wrap it up by just thanking you so much for being here with me, with us today, with sharing your story, with being that light, continuing to be that, continuing to be the dreamer, continuing mm-hmm. to pursue whatever it is that lights you up despite the jealousy, despite the naysayers, despite other people's, you know, beliefs that are being put on you and all the obstacles that come along with life and entrepreneurship. Yeah. I don't know. I always like to ask, is there one quote you live by? Was that the quote that you had mentioned earlier or is there something else that really um, resonates with you, a quote that you really live by? Or is that the one that you kind of are, that's your jam right now? No, actually, I have another quote that I actually live by. Um, I have a few, to be honest. I even I even quoted after I moved back from LA, I, I tattooed the the quote, um, "Live the life you love, love the life you live." Yeah. Um, so that I I actually permanently put on my body, but that's not even the quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the quote that I actually do live by is the regret of not doing something is far greater than the regret of doing something and failing. Yeah, because there's always a lesson to be learned. And that's the thing. So I with every decision I've made, whether it didn't go the direction I anticipated, I never regret it. 
That's amazing. So, yeah. That's so good. I love it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. Thanks. I'll make sure that I get that one because that one's a really great one and I'll add it to the show notes and into wherever we post all the places that we <laughs> will be sharing this together. Yes. Um, amazing. Well, I feel like I'd like you to just um, recap any, um, if anybody wants to find you, if they want to ask you about your um, product lines, if they want to just pick your brain or just, you know, creep you on the gram, mm-hmm. <laughs> where's the best place that they can reach you um, on social media or what places online is the best place for people to find you? If you want to connect with me on any level, really, whether it's hair, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's about, you know, my product line, um, you can you can contact me on Instagram, caroline.at.nas. Okay, perfect. I'll make sure I put it in there because I know yeah. people might be driving or doing other things while they're listening. So I'll make sure I put that just in case. Um, and in regards to your naked beauty, I know you have a special offer for any listeners. So if you're interested in purchasing right now within Canada only, depending on when you're listening to this, maybe available elsewhere. But as of right now, um, it's available in Canada. Do you have? I know you have a special offer. So if you want to share that. Yes. So if you uh, use promo code PRICELESS10, you'll get 10% off of your purchase. Woo! Amazing. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was so good. Um, I I was taking notes along the way because I was like, oh, that's a juicy one. That's a juicy one. (laughs) I feel like we can do like a whole like series of podcasts because I can go on forever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should. (laughs) And um, I started incorporating, actually, I have always been doing this, but I want to make sure that I'm mentioning it as well. Um, I have a challenge that is ongoing um, on Instagram. And basically, anytime you listen to an episode and you want to connect and contribute to and build, become a part of this Priceless Beauties community, connect with like-minded women, you can share a post that is... Um, Today's theme is sharing your light. If you want to share a post um, about how in a way that you shared your light, anybody listening here and use the hashtag priceless beauties challenge. Again, I'll put it in the show notes. Then that way we can connect with other ladies who are sort of in this community because we all know that, you know, part of being an entrepreneurship is a lot of it is a lonely journey. So if we can connect with like-minded women, it really helps us to stay motivated, stay inspired, network, connect, all that good stuff. So um, yep, if you guys want to be a part of that challenge, go ahead and post and tag us. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much. Um, no I guess that is all for now. Maybe a part two will be coming. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. Thanks so much, girl. No problem. Ciao. Hey girl, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share a positive five-star review. And as a thank you for your love and energy, my team will send you a free copy of my social media content and goal planner. Please screenshot it and email it to info at priceless-beauty.com so we can get that to you right away. Until next time, let's stay connected on IG. Come say hello at Priceless Beautygram. And don't forget... You are worthy and capable of achieving anything your heart desires.